Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. was always sitting around watching college football all day. We had the day off on Saturday, and, and then Saturday afternoon, a phone call comes in from Jen Cohen. I thought that was, uh, you know, a little su surprising. I'm not, I'm not sure why she's calling me. And um, she mentioned that uh, Coach Pete has decided to, to step down and, and that she wanted me to be the next head football coach at the University of Washington. And so obviously, first was like surprised and then completely excited. Um, and here, now, here we are. Did you have any previous indication that something like this was going to happen? None whatsoever. None whatsoever. I mean, had this happened seven, eight years from now, I, then I, it probably would have felt more like, okay, yeah, this is what's happening. But the thankful thing is, is I've been preparing for this for a long time. Just like I've been preparing to be a defensive coordinator, I've been preparing to be a head coach. I uh, got to spend eight great years with Coach Pete as the head football coach to learn from him. But I've also been with some great head coaches in the NFL, other college spots and learned the good things they do, maybe things I would do different. And now, here we go. What can you share with us of what you maybe said to the current players or possible recruits or, or kind of your message to the actual players? Right, you know, a, a, lot of, a lot of reason we are here is because of what Coach Beat brought with his, with his culture, his Built for Life pro, uh, program, the uncommon unity that we have on our team. And so I wanted to make sure, oh, I just spoke with the team yesterday, all that is gonna remain the same. All that is going to remain the same. Uh, it's one of the, the biggest reasons I've remained here over the years when I've had chances to leave was I wanted to be a part of this unbelievable uh, culture that Chris Peterson has, has, has laid down for us. And so my message to the, to the recruits, the current recruits that we're recruiting, and to our team was the recipe is going to remain the same. This, this, is, this is not going to change. I know how it's supposed to be done, and it's supposed to be done the way Chris Peterson has done it. What was the initial conversation like with Coach Pete when maybe on Saturday when you found out and got the call from Jen? And yeah, so that was an interesting. We didn't really speak. Um, I'm trying to think of the timeline now. Uh, we actually did not speak until Sunday evening uh, was the first time that we, we talked. Obviously, I, I, I didn't want uh, we want to keep everything on the low because I wanted obviously I have much respect for Chris Peterson. I wanted him to do it his way. Um, I was going to wait for him to reach out uh, to me, and uh, and then finally that happened uh, Sunday evening. Very emotional. Um, so yeah. How, how challenging do you think it'll be for you? you know, being the first time head coach at a major program like this, you know, starting off kind of right at the top. Yes, yes. You know, and um, it's going to be definitely a challenge. But I'm excited about the challenge. Uh, been doing this for a long time. And I've learned from some great head coaches, some, from uh, some great assistants along the way at college and at the NFL level. And I feel like I've been with one of the best college head football coaches for the last eight years in Chris Peterson. And I'm going to be able to lean on all those lessons uh, that I've learned from him.
I know a couple of weeks ago, Coach Pete said that kind of the expectation of this program is to win the conference year in, year out. I mean, just curious on your thoughts and I guess the potential for growth here as you take over. Oh, the potential is unbelievable. Uh, you know, we're coming off, you know, three seasons in a row where we won 10 games. And then obviously this year we took a little bit of step back. But we have a lot of talent that is coming back. We have a lot of talent that we're about to sign here in two weeks. And I think uh, with the foundation that's been laid, this place is ready to just rock and just take off. Uh, we're going to have a different style uh, on offense. We're going to have a different style on, on our special teams. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to attack. And um, this place is ready to, is ready to roll. Talk about the TV guys so we can get the writers up front to let them in for a few. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Really, by the way. Yes. Is there a sense of irony because, you know, 15 years ago you got fired here with the rest of the crew. Right. And now you're the head guy. Not a lot of guys backtrack like that to a, right. you know, a same school and then get another chance to, you know, show what you can do. Is is kind of unusual for you, that, that situation? Yeah, it's interesting the way it happened. Um, you know, I obviously started Eastern Washington and, um, the corners job opened up here in 04 and everyone told me not to take the job. They were like, they're going to get fired. Don't take the job. But I wanted to take that next step of my career and go learn. And it, ha and it was an unbelievable experience, even though the season didn't go very well. You know, I got to meet Phil Snow, Randy Hart, Chris Tormey, Keith Gilbertson. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Coaches that have helped me to this day uh, form what my plan's going to be, whether it's on defense or just as, uh, as a leader uh, of a football team. And you have to go through some hard things. That was a hard season. And I've learned a lot of, of, of how to do things, but also how not to do things. And um, it's when we got fired, I can still remember to this day, our family packing up the whole house, getting in a U-Haul, and driving to Pocatello, Idaho, to go work for free at Idaho State. And so I'm always going to lean back on those, uh, those experiences, and I think it's going to make me a, a stronger head football coach. Jimmy, the, the stresses that Pete talked about, Coach Pete, uh, that kind of drove him away. How, how do you combat that from you know weighing on you, you know, the, being away from the family and all that kind of stuff? Right. No, it's, I mean it's a great question. He's obviously been doing. He's been a head football coach for a long time. All the stresses that come along with that, uh, and that is going to come along with the job, obviously. But I think I'm going to be able to lean on our our football staff. Uh, I think. Uh, I've been through some hard times already in my career. Uh, if you go back and, and check, I mean, we've been through some tough seasons. I can always lean back on those experiences that are going to help me. And this is a tough business. And um, this, this, this program is going to be tough. It's going to be unified. It's going to be competitive. And we're going to have to deal with some setbacks. Um, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. You're known as an outstanding recruiter, and you've got a big one out there that you might need to recruit to come back in Jacob Eason. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how that's going to go? Right. Yeah, I know. We've already had some conversations. And, you know, we're, I'm very familiar with these conversations because I've had them with Buda Baker, Sidney Jones, Kevin, I mean, not Kevin King, uh, Taylor Rapp, all these guys that, you know, had the option to either stay or to go. And with all these guys, if it makes sense to go, then it makes sense to go. With Vita Vea, it didn't make sense to go, and he stayed. Uh, you know, he could have left after those three years, and it was going to be a second-round pick. And then we laid out the plan with Coach Pete and, and our D-line coaches, myself. And Vita's like, you know what? I need to stay. And he stayed, and then became a first-rounder. And so we're going to have those similar conversations with not only Jacob Eason, but some other guys on our team. And that's what we want. We want talent in this building. 
where we need to have those conversations after three years because we're looking for NFL-type players at every single position on both sides of the ball. Is Jacob ready to go? We'll see. <laughs> we will see. Were you at home on Saturday when, when Jen called you? I was. I was at home. I was at home watching college football, celebrating our win, just enjoying watching everybody else uh, stress out on the other sidelines. I was clicking back through uh, games. And then Saturday afternoon, uh, Jen gave me the call. What game were you watching? I was flipping through. I, uh, I'm pretty sure the Auburn-Alabama game was on at that time, uh, which was obviously a back and forth and high scoring game and a uh, big rivalry game. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was that with game. your family or? You were with my, a lot of family. Yeah, my, uh, my twin brother and his family uh, flew up for Thanksgiving. My older brother uh, from San Clemente flew up and my mother. So what was the response when you have that much family surrounding you and you get that kind of news? They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. They, they didn't know. I, would, I took the phone call upstairs. Uh, I, only, I only told my wife. I wanted to be very respectful of, of Chris in this whole situation, I wanted him to make sure he got this out the way he wanted to get it out. And, um, you know, I just wanted to keep it really close and not only tell my wife and that was it and let him, uh, you know, have this news release when it was going to be released. And so there was definitely some looks at me like even my son, my oldest son, Jimmy Jr., I was kind of staring at him knowing that I was going to be the next head football coach at Washington. And he goes, Dad, what are you doing? What are you looking at me for like that for? <laughs> I go, oh, oh, nothing, nothing. And uh, so they kind of knew something was going on, but they had no idea that, uh, that this was the news. How long did the contract negotiations last? Yeah, I mean, it was really so Saturday, um, uh, almost 24 hours, a little above 24 hours. So uh, Jen was very forward thinking, and she, she obviously had a plan. It was obviously ready to go, and um, it didn't take that long. Did you have to think about it at all? No, no question. No, not at all. This is, uh, this is a dream of mine, and I'm so excited to get started. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What you is Chris t- Jones? Go ahead. You talked about the difficult conversation with Chris Peterson then when you talked to him. Is it a little bit bittersweet that to get this opportunity, you kind of lose that guy? It is. What's, what's awesome, he's still going to be around. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's so so cool about this thing. And I'm sure we'll buzz by each other and on his boat and my boat in, the office in, in July. And... Um, He'll probably look a lot more stress-free than, than me. But, um, no, it was an emotional time. He's meant a lot. He's meant a lot to me, just like he's meant a lot to a, a lot of players that he's coached and, and coaches that he's been with. Uh, you know, he would bring in speakers and his whole Built for Life program, and us coaches are also back there scribbling on our notebooks, writing notes down. And I've used a lot of uh, those things with my own family, and it's helped me become a better uh, family man. It's helped me become a better person. And so it's it's not just about football with him, and that's why it gets a little emotional talking about him. Is there anything that Chris has told you about the difference between being an assistant, being a head coach, and all that comes with it? Not just yet. Uh, you know, I've I've seen a lot of head coaches operate, and um, I've he actually, well, I think it was four years ago now. He actually uh, put me up for this head coach symposium that I went down to Dallas and and learned from some other head coaches, and and now some forward thinking by him to to let me go down and experience that. And so 
I definitely I know what's coming, but I've heard a lot from head coaches that you don't really know what's coming until you're actually sitting in that seat. And so uh, I feel ready, but we'll right. and, and we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. What do you think the out. biggest difference is? Just having all eyes on all facets of the program. Uh, you know, obviously taking the next step from defensive backs to defensive coordinator, just making sure everything was uh, you know sound there on the defense was was one uh, way of stepping back and seeing everything. And uh, and now it's going to be looking at everything, which I'm completely passionate about, which I have already talked about. I love watching offensive football. I love watching special teams. And now to be able to really have my eyes on all three phases and try to make that aggressive, attacking, physical, and all three phases, I'm really excited about. When did you actually? When did you actually tell the rest of your family? Were, you, were your sons a little bit bummed that they didn't get the news right away? So. I'm sorry if I'm like really thinking here when the timeline was. Um, so my oldest son was leaving uh, Sunday night to fly back to college. And that was when I, I told him, I, I came out outside in the parking, in our driveway. I said, Jimmy, I need to talk to you about something. His face kind of dropped, kind of like, looked like maybe like I knew something that he had done or something. <laughs> he looked like he, was, looked like he was in trouble. And then we, I broke the news, obviously big hugs so pumped up, so happy. And then later on that evening, um, when the girls came back and my youngest son, that was when I told them and just said, hey, let's keep this a secret. And uh, all my other family had left already. My brothers I had flown back to their houses. And then I told them uh, about two hours before the news broke yesterday. I told my mom and, and told my brothers. Have you given any thought or you and Chris Peterson had a discussion about being the head coach? You're full imprint and yet delegation and letting people around you build their own having the imprint have you given that thought yet yeah i mean i've that's that's part of this been in this whole process how i would do it if i'm uh, become the head football coach at at wherever uh, and thankfully i've been around the best head coach in college football uh and i've seen how chris peterson does it obviously i'll have my little spin on it but uh he lets his coaches coach, and I'm definitely gonna let my coaches coach. Did you ever get close to, to entertaining any of these these other offers that came your way the past few years? I did, yes, for sure. Uh, you know, especially uh, way earlier on when I wasn't the defensive coordinator, and I knew I wanted to call plays. That's been a, that was always been a passion of mine to to have that football strategy and try to make it my own. Um, so there was definitely a few places that. Um, that I did was looking at and, and thinking about. But the gravitational pull of obviously me becoming the coordinator here and then the city of Seattle, the University of Washington and Chris Peterson and being a part of that culture really made me stay right here. And and I know I knew what a what a great place uh, that I was going to have to leave. And I know a lot of coaches would love to be in this situation right here. And so that kind of really brought me back. Oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe there's some extra money over here, maybe some extra money over here. This is a great spot. And it would have to be an unbelievable opportunity for me to leave. Well, you mentioned wanting to be attacking and aggressive. Is there a specific style of offense that, that you've favored? And does your experience as a, a defensive game planner inform that? No question. No question. I know what I don't like facing. I know what creates problems. I know what's easy uh, from a def defensive standpoint. And we'll continue to research what, it, what will be the best style. But I do know this, it's gonna be physical, it's gonna be bruising, it's gonna be attacking, and it's gonna be aggressive.
series on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus.